0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. I'm Madison. And I'm Jamie. And today we're going to begin discussing the first show that we're going to talk about on this podcast called Grace and Frankie. Um, Before we get right into the plot discussion, though, we want to give you a little bit of an overview of what this show is actually about so you can decide whether or not it's something that interests you. Yeah.
1: Um, So I guess like the general summary of the show would be two couples. End up breaking up because the husbands, you know, admit that they're gay. And, and this then... <laughs> all happens
0: in the first episode yes. of the show, so you we're not giving away anything here.
1: Yes, and so they want to spend their last years being able to be married as a couple, the two husbands, and that yep. leaves us Grace and Frankie as our main characters. And we, yep, try Grace to and
0: Frankie, it. are the the wives who have been left by Robert and Saul the husbands, who are divorcing them to marry each other, basically.
1: (laughs) Yes. And so the show sort of surrounds uh, what Grace and Frankie do to sort of cope with this and where their lives sort of head afterwards. Um, So this show was actually created by uh, two folks, uh, one of which Madison should know um, very well, which is Marta Kaufman. Oh, her, yeah.
0: We're we're best
1: friends. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Who is best known for... um, the creator of being the creator of Friends. Oh, and... I should know that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the other is Howard J. Morris, who I'm not really familiar with, but he, um, one of the shows that he worked on was Home Improvement, if you okay. remember that show. I
0: haven't seen it, but yeah. I remember it being a show.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the the great thing about this show is that we have a really well-known group of cast, like the cast and crew I mean the cast in general, are just like really well-known. <laughs> so, you know, we have uh, Grace playing, playing Grace is Jane Fonda. Lily Tomlin plays Frankie Bergstein. Sam Waterston uh, plays Saul. And then Martin Sheen plays Robert Hansen. And then even the people who play the children are well-known too, but we don't really have to go into it right now.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> even though like... The, at the very beginning the husbands kind of say they are going to divorce grace and frankie mm-hmm. um they're they're still main characters on the show oh, like yes. pretty much every episode you get robert and saul storyline yeah um but the show it definitely primarily focuses on grace and frankie and their development throughout the show right but but um, robert and saul don't leave it you know they're they're there as well as yeah. main characters i would throughout.
1: almost argue too that like even the children are sort of main characters in the show as well like they, yeah, they're, they're not
0: in every single episode, but they're in a lot of them, yeah. or at least some of them are in a lot of them. Mm-hmm. That that wording made sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we definitely have, you know, sort of in-depth storylines with all of them, and we, we get to know them better as characters, too, which, which I Absolutely. find good. It's not like some shows where, you know the main for I think most shows take it the way that the main characters are the children. And then like, you learn nothing about the parents. Right. So this is kind of the opposite. where like, we have parents as the main, the main characters, but yet you still do learn a bunch about the children, which is, which is kind of cool. It makes it a more well-rounded yeah. in-depth show, I think.
0: Yeah. 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 There's, there's definitely development for pretty much all of the, the characters, definitely all of like the four main people. Um, and most of the children i would say yeah there's one that i would argue later that maybe there isn't really much development in his storyline but <laughs> we can come back to that in a later episode
1: <laughs> yeah. we'll get there um yeah so the the two episodes then we're discussing today are season one episodes one and two which are the end and the credit cards and these uh sort of introductory episodes do already a good idea of presenting the characters and showing
0: them and sort yes. of like
1: not only that but like starting to get into like the like complexity of each character
0: That's like one of the things so cool. that amazed me is I've never watched the first episode of a show before where in the first 10 minutes mm-hmm. of the show you had a very good idea of the individual personalities of the characters like the four the grace frankie robert and saul are all mm-hmm. in the first scene of the opening show and immediately like within like i would say 10 minutes you know those characters already their individual personalities are so distinct and so mm-hmm. well developed so quickly like that's one of the most impressive things about the first episode of the show because it's hard in the pilot of any show to like really jump in and start introducing the complexities of a character's personality and they do it so well
1: <laughs> absolutely and oftentimes too you find with pilots that like because they're not necessarily sure even if the show will exist beyond that right. point they're not usually as in-depth but we see things in this episode that are sort of you know you're that are recalled is that the word mm-hmm. they're yeah. recalled later on but yeah. it's so that's kind of cool to think that like from that early on they knew sort of where they wanted the characters to go in a way and what yep. things they wanted to focus on which was which is pretty cool
0: it's yeah that was even like the very first time i watched the show mm-hmm. it surprised me like how well i felt i knew grace and frankie right away like you yeah. knew get grace's personality and frankie's personality were like polar <laughs> so opposites good. of each other right. and you could really like understand why there is so much conflict between the two characters, like why they don't like each other is, you know, so apparent because they're so different. Um, yeah, absolutely. You've got Frankie, who's like kind of this old hippie woman who's very <laughs> eccentric and wears the long flowing dresses the and the
1: biggest necklaces I've ever seen.
0: Huge <laughs> chunky jewelry. And as is introduced later on in the episode is a fond of self-medicating using <laughs> marijuana and peyote. Yes. <laughs> and, like very much your typical 70-year-old hippie woman who never left her hippie days behind. And then yes. you've got Grace who's like this strict, uptight business woman, you know, who's mm-hmm. got the perfect suit, you know, dress suit on and her hair's done perfectly and like just complete opposites of one another.
1: Yeah. Which makes for some really great interactions. And, yes, <laughs> oh, it's so good. So
0: uh, and like even Robert and Saul, their characters are introduced really well as at, at the beginning too. You know that mm-hmm. like Saul is much more laid back. You know he's not quite the hippie that Frankie is, but not he's definitely yet. you know he's the kinder, gentler soul. And Robert is more of the one kind of in charge of the situation.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's kind of fun, too, because you sort of, like, you have the idea that Saul... What does is, what is Bud say about him when he finds out he's gay? We always knew you had a big personality or something like that. that
0: yeah, I think those are the words that he uses. Yeah, because
1: yeah. I think there's a point made in the show to be, like, people may have questioned Saul, but, like, in terms of his sexuality, but others wouldn't have thought so of Robert. But I think right. it's funny that, like, Robert, even in this early episode... Or maybe it was episode two. Like he is starting to embrace sort of like being out, and like he comes out of out of the shower with like his his
0: hair all done, yeah, yeah. and and then a towel. towel. (laughs) Well, (laughs) and I think that like Robert is very much better at hiding who he is than Mm -hmm. Saul is. Saul can't keep himself inside the way that Robert can just compartmentalize and not be, you know, the more flamboyant side of his personality that he wants to be, yeah. Um. whereas Saul can't do that. He has to basically just be who he is all of the time. He right. can't control that aspect of him at all, Um. which is and then like the people like like Grace and his, Robert's family, his daughters, they only ever saw that strict side of Robert where he right. was keeping himself literally like inside of a closet. To use that metaphor, he wasn't letting any of those aspects come out.
1: Right, yeah.
0: But, um, so like one of the things that I was wondering okay. is like in the very first scene there where they're in the restaurants and Robert and Saul tell Grace and Frankie that they're going to leave them to marry each other. What did you, how did you feel about the way Grace and Frankie reacted to that news, I've... like right, right in the restaurant. Like they, they almost seemed like too calm. I mean, obviously Grace gets more, you know, yeah, upset towards the end, but like immediately afterwards it was like, they didn't believe what they were hearing. Yeah. You know, they were just like, oh no, you're not gay. Like you're, think... you're law partners, you're not right. lovers, you know?
1: <laughs> Friends. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think in a way it's, I think it's a mix of shock and environment and I think that's mm. why that they the why they chose to because I think grace even says something like is this why you did this in public so right, I you wouldn't didn't want me to you. make
0: a scene yeah right. <laughs>
1: um but I, I do think that it's meant to portray sort of like shock and disbelief which you know if you're I guess if you've been married to someone for 40 years, 40 years and yeah. you find out that like 20 years of that marriage have been like a fraud basically that mm-hmm. I can't even imagine how you
0: know how that would feel. Uh, no, I. But no, I I, I, I'm trying to picture, like, if you've been married to somebody for 40 yeah. years, I feel like you would know whether or not they would joke about something like that. Right, yeah. So, like, if they wouldn't, it, like, Robert wouldn't joke right, about something absolutely. like that, it seems like you would almost believe them immediately because mm-hmm. that wouldn't be something they would joke about. Right. Um. I no, don't know. can true. I can't, yeah, I I can't really that. imagine how I would react in right. that situation because I've... <laughs> almost been in a relationship for two years but we're not quite there yet <laughs> this this april two years 40 same thing two years and 40 are a little different but um no, yeah that's like, true
1: yeah i guess i hadn't thought about about that about whether or not their personalities would like you know lend themselves to to them joking about something like that right but i guess it's just like so out of the blue for them like because you know as, as they're, they're saying
0: different right. right yeah
1: they were sort of convinced that they were going to enter into retirement um but it's kind of it's it's funny too because like as for example when grace is like looking through uh robert's uh study and she sees all of the like signs quote into like right that he yeah. was intimate like the male nude book and stuff like that yeah like it's kind of funny how i mean how maybe like the whole time there had been signs after all that this was going on but then like they were just so oblivious to it because it wasn't something that was on their radar you know right I mean? it wasn't even like
0: a, a thought that they
1: would were have considered yeah
0: right yeah yeah i guess that kind of makes sense yeah i mean i definitely feel like at the end of that scene in the mm-hmm. restaurant is realistic of what would have happened oh, yeah. you know like grace or frankie's having like a, a panic attack yeah and, you know, <laughs> throwing food you know like that. you know like okay I can see where that anger and anxiety is coming from at that point (laughs) right
1: absolutely no and that's the thing and I I guess like I wonder if part of it must be like how well versed and I guess how much experience that all four of them have like all combined as actors because they've all been working since like the 70s or 60s I think Mm -hmm. you know so it's like it's I, I don't know that if, like, it were a show with a new cast of, like, not great actors, how <laughs> <all laughs> that would have went down, or less experienced actors, like, because I, I feel like experience has, with the actors, has led it, lent itself to making the show so great. Yeah, I mean? yeah. Because they all, all as you were saying, actors. like, they all execute their role in, like, you know, it's all of the characters are very distinct distinct even from episode one.
0: Right. And that's it a combination of the actors and the writers right, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All very well done. Do you know if um, any of these four have ever worked together before? That I don't know. I don't know that either.
1: Yeah. We'll look that up for the next episode. <laughs> okay. Or you guys can let us know at yes. NNO Podcast on Twitter.
0: <laughs> or at whatever our email address is. <laughs> navigating netflix originals at gmail.com
1: there you go but yeah it was <laughs> it was good i have to say though like not really related to the show but that <laughs> uh, that introductory meal with the seafood platter is like yeah. my personal hell i would
0: think <laughs> <laughs> I, I think i would enjoy that like all I, there's a lot of different seafood there i've definitely never had before but it would be interesting to sample it all
1: <laughs> yeah
0: jamie i feel like you've just never had good seafood i mean i've lived
1: in place i you know i've spent time in places where seafood is abundant like in Brittany and france and
0: but did you eat good seafood there (laughs) or did you just exist (laughs) in those areas and not eat the good seafood
1: admittedly i mostly existed but (laughs) i i i was forced into trying some of the seafood and i just like i never i feel like it's just not really my thing you know
0: Mm, well That's okay. You're not eating meat at all anymore, so you don't have to worry about that.
1: Very true. But But speaking of the sea, that does bring us to, like, one of the best locations in the entire episode. Oh,
0: I want to live in that house. (laughs) That
1: beach house is so nice.
0: Although I I actually think I like Grace and um, Saul's old house, the one that they (laughs) lived in together, like, better. Just, like, the layout of it is so cool. And Mm -hmm. you see so little of it in the show. That's true. But, like... I really enjoy that house. I would like to live there.
1: Yeah, I guess what's kind of cool about the beach house, like even though I'm not really that big a fan of the beach, like the fact that it re- literally just opens onto the beach,
0: I know, is like a <laughs> really
1: cool thing. It kind of reminds me of like that house in in the uh, the Black Mirror episode of San Junipero, where like it's literally just like screen door and then beach. Right. Yeah. It's so cool.
0: I do enjoy that. I
1: think like they'd be very peaceful and like I don't know
0: i do i love i would love to live there i would have no trouble with that at all (laughs) (laughs) i do think that um going back a little bit before they get to the beach house um, the scene um after grace and robert go back to their house Mm -hmm. the scene where they're talking to each other in the mirror i think that's like one of the most powerful scenes in the show maybe like it just shows this huge disconnect like the showing the fact that they're not even facing each other they're just talking Mm -hmm. to each other in a mirror um and not really making eye contact with each other it just kind of shows the disconnect in their relationship um Like it's, it's a really well done way of showing that because they, they can't even face each other to discuss it, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's like, she, you know, had just taken off like her hair and like her face pulling up (laughs) strings and like, you know, so she, (laughs) she's like really in a vulnerable spot and she, and she looks vulnerable and she, Mm -hmm. you know, is saying like, it shows that not only the disconnect in their relationship, but really the fact that like he didn't, He doesn't understand her at all.
0: Right. You know, like, she... He never sees who she really is. Right.
1: Because he's like, oh, I thought you would be happy or relieved.
0: And she's like, are you kidding? Like... (laughs) (laughs) It would have been easier if you died. (laughs) Yeah. Which is really rough. Um, It's a rough, hard thing to say. But... I can kind of see it at that point when mm-hmm. you're in your late seven or early seventies right. like, it would have been easier if somebody at that age had died than to have to go through and right. deal with well, this now.
1: Right. And it's not even like <clears throat> it's, you know, she's like 35 and find right. out that like her, her partner's, you know, been cheating on her for right you know, the last five years or something. Cause like, you know, as you're in, in when you're in your seventies, like, You know, obviously relationships are still a thing, but you, I'm sure, begin to think like, wow, most of my like prime years I've given to someone who never really even loved me.
0: Exactly. Right.
1: Which is just depressing.
0: Which is hard. And and then that also, the the, the whole someone who never really loved you thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it? It's strange how much Saul still seems to love Frankie. Yes. Like even after this, like he's told her he's going to leave her to marry Robert, but he still seems to love her so much.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Which I don't understand. I'll well,
1: see, and I, I, you know, I, well, <laughs> I don't want to get too much into like future episodes, but I feel right. like that's dived into a little better later on.
0: But yeah, it's true it is. that
1: like, you know, in many ways, they are sort of like the perfect couple for each other because they're both sort of like free-spirited, go with the flow, and also really like really empathetic and caring. Right. And I think that kind of connects them on a level that's beyond that's almost beyond a romantic relationship, yeah. you know? Like they they have a deeper connection. And I think that's why he finds it so difficult because unlike Robert and Grace who sort of coexisted together but could have lived without each other, Like, I think that he and, uh, that uh, Saul and and Frankie feel, like, really emotionally tied. And that's why she, like, Grace is kind of like, what am I going to do in terms of money? What am I going to do for the rest of my life? And, you know, at the end of the first episode, Frankie's just like, I'm not angry, I'm heartbroken. Exactly, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like Saul and Frankie are best, best friends. Like, they... (laughs) And I feel like she feels like she's losing both her husband and her best friend because how can she keep him as her best friend at this point when she's found out he's been unfaithful to her for the last 20 years? You know, you've kind of broken all of that trust down at that point.
1: Right, absolutely.
0: um, And I feel like the difference between the Grace and Robert relationship and the Frankie and Saul relationship is shown after they've returned to their houses. Mm -hmm. And it goes back and forth between the way Grace and Robert – are interacting in the way that Saul and Frankie are interacting. So you've got like Grace saying it would have been easier if you had died. And then in like the next scene, Frankie says, I can't remember the last time I slept without you. Right. Like, she's like the way that they're, you know, expressing their emotions is so different. And then, you know, Frankie and Saul end up cuddling together Mm -hmm. eventually because like they're both just kind of devastated in different ways.
1: Right. And They're very much still like very codependent, you know, right? And that's a theme that's sort of like played up through the rest of the series, even,
0: yes, yeah. Um,
1: but which is even, yeah, really obvious there when, when, yeah, like she should be, you know, angry at him, she should want to not be near him, and yet she needs that level of comfort that she's known for the past 40 years. You know,
0: it's like, she's so angry and she's so devastated and he's the one that she would go to whenever she had felt like that. And she doesn't have somebody else that she can go to and feel that way with. So she has to, she still does it with him.
1: It kind of like almost reminds me of, uh, I feel like when you are a kid and you're getting yelled at by your mother and then like, you don't know what to do and yet, so, like, when you start, like, crying or upset, you go to your mother. Yeah. And then you're like,
0: wait. <laughs> I'm sad because you just yelled at me. <laughs> yeah.
1: But that's who you go to for comfort. And that's exactly. kind of that's yep. a tough situation. Yeah. But, it's, um, yeah, it's
0: but this whole tough. show isn't completely sad and dramatic. There are <laughs> a lot of elements of humor in it um, that we even get to to see in this first episode with the Ryan Gosling chair. <laughs> oh
1: my god, that is the best thing. First of all, I love how excited Robert is when
0: he gets I know, <laughs> oh, it came in two days. What does it's that happen? to take six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone's gonna sit on Ryan Gosling's face. <laughs> Could it be me?
1: (laughs) I love it. And I love at the end when she like pulls it out when she and Frankie are sitting together. Yes, and and she just
0: like scooches her butt right on his face.
1: (laughs) And then uh, when she uh, finds out that Frankie took Saul's Cialis and she starts laughing and she's like, ooh, I think I peed a little.
0: (laughs) I think I peed a little on Ryan Gosling. (laughs) (laughs)
1: i love it and that's the thing because like although there's yeah there are so many like serious themes going on but like the banter and like the one-liners that just come out are so good that like even though you should feel sort of depressed and stuff and you kind of do you're it's broken up by that that sort of humor and it's so so funny
0: it is yeah you definitely uh, laugh out loud yeah i would say almost every episode of the show you know yeah it's a dramedy. There's it, a lot of absolutely. intense emotional things, but also a lot of really good humor.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny. <laughs> oh man, did you uh, have? So the, the thing that's kind of interesting in here is, of course, that like she, uh, Frankie, just happens to have Peyote ready for this. Of experience. course, like
0: <laughs> right in the in the freezer, yeah. ready to go.
1: <laughs> and then uh, I love how they sort of ended up making this so that they both ended up taking it. Grace and Frankie had the the peyote and then had this really, really fun experience together. And it's just so funny how that was filmed. And I can't imagine like how (laughs) ridiculous it must have felt to like pretend that you're on peyote.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe they have experience. Maybe they know what it feels like to be on peyote.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I I, I
0: think that, um, yeah, yeah. that, that, around the campfire on the beach was like
1: that's so funny
0: really i mean and it's also just like a really good way to show that like grace and frankie are very different from each other and currently they don't like each other yeah but you really get the feeling like at the end of that scene when they're walking back together that their relationship is going to grow very close it's not there yet but like that's definitely where they're heading (laughs) right
1: and it's you know it's they're the only people who can really understand their situation, you know, because right. they don't know anyone else whose husbands, you know, <laughs> have come out of the yep. closet and abandoned them.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, yep. And like the the peyote and the muscle relaxer combination yeah. <laughs> that they get themselves into on the beach. It really like it brings out their true emotions about the situation. Yeah. Like Grace is angry. She's furious and Frankie's just kind of sitting there crying because she's heartbroken, you know, like, like a very, you know, it shows, again, the differences between these two characters. Absolutely.
1: I love I love too during that scene when when uh, Grace is sort of like yelling about the situation and Frankie's like, your anger is frightening the sand. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I liked it as well when when Frankie calls Grace and Grace asks where she is. She's like, I'm in the desert but there is water here. <laughs> you mean the beach? Really? I love the beach.
1: <laughs> I also love when she's explaining this. situation. She's like, my back's in spasms. I can't move. It's totally yeah. harshing my buzz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and probably the best quote in the episode yeah. is that's the very end when they're walking back. Would you like to say it?
1: I don't know if I put it down. Oh, oh yes, I did. I, I, <laughs> wow. I must have half the beach <laughs> yeah.
0: in my vagina. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man. I don't know if she was sitting there naked or how she got so yeah. much sand in her vajjuge. I'm Maybe. not sure. Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but. it was just like a really windy time and it was blowing all in yeah
0: maybe uh, i did but, love um,
1: there's another quote in there too that i i must mention which is when grace <laughs> looks at frankie and she says stop dancing and frankie's just like i didn't realize i was <laughs> which yeah. makes me think that like it would be you know peyote is one of the things that's like brought up in a lot of shows to be like this is like if you if the character needs to have like a breakthrough or needs to have right. a new spiritual quest like they'll do peyote and it seems like it would be an interesting thing to like experience minus the vomiting
0: well yes yeah I'm not <laughs> the, sure light I, the light vomiting the light <laughs> vomiting and mind altering hallucinations yeah. although if you're on peyote, maybe you don't care so much that you're vomiting probably not mm-hmm. i guess hmm? i don't know mm-hmm. i've heard like that or like taking hallucinogenic mushrooms supposedly is supposed to be really awesome as well. Yeah. But, um, I have never done either. So I can't attest to that. Yeah.
1: Let us know if you have. Uh... <laughs> yes. And send us an email at
0: navigating Netflix originals at gmail.com. And this... we'll discuss your mushroom <laughs> your and or peyote trip. Yeah. Let us know. Your, your, what your vision
1: you test. Your, your vision <laughs> test. I love that too. Cause it's such a small thing to show that like, grace has hearing issues
0: well also i think she just doesn't understand yeah. what a vision quest is so she would have been like no she messes have said vision test <laughs> yeah
1: that's so funny is it Grace? Uh, well i guess we'll get into that i was gonna say is it grace though that, that does have the hearing issues or is it end up being frankie it's it's frankie oh okay
0: and grace i can't see she's always like pulling things right. further away from her face trying to read them that's right yeah this show and this is kind of like a over the all four seasons it really like you know these women are in their 70s and they mm-hmm. don't downplay that like they really especially in the most recent season which i won't talk about um, yeah. in depth but they should really go into like the issues that el- older people face in society and kind of how how to cope with them yeah to some extent
1: yeah and that, that i find really cool it's um because i feel like in a lot of shows you kind of it it's meant to be sort of unrealistic in a way that like you can really enjoy the show without like being burdened by like real life right. things. Whereas if someone is this one like, oh no, yeah. As you say, like these ladies are older, like Frankie makes a false move on the beach and she's like nearly exactly. paralyzed. You know? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, this is going to be a recurring thing. And I, I absolutely love that.
0: Um, and there is one more thing that we need to discuss in this first episode. And mm-hmm. that's the introduction of the four children. We haven't yes. mentioned them at all um so robert and grace have two daughters and saul and frankie have two sons
1: what we do learn right away about the the kids is that like there's something that went on between coyote and mallory and like that ends up being a sort of thing throughout the rest of the season to find out like what happened
0: and and like you kind of are introduced and it's done kind of pretty tastefully that you learn right away that coyote has some sort of drug problem he's yeah. been in rehab and he's three months sober at this point point. Yeah. and it's not done in a way that's awkward at all it's just kind of brought up naturally um in the conversation
1: yeah we um, do there is that moment uh or is this in the second one anyway there's that moment in one of these two episodes when grace is kind of like She calls Coyote out on it, and she's like, "Oh yeah, after what you put your mother through." Yeah, that's in
0: the second episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And that's kind of kind of intense. But yeah, it's it's we don't have have... specifics really about what happened, but we know.
0: But we know that um, you find out in the second episode more about like what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you and you. I don't really feel like you get that animosity between coyote and Mallory until the second episode yeah because they're not interacting at all in the first episode it's right. just like the, the children are brought in there's Brianna and Mallory and coyote and Noah Boudicke aka bud yeah um, <laughs> who are their parents kind of tell them what's happening and yeah they try to be supportive and shocked at the same time yeah and Even like you get a really good sense of who the children are going to be. You know right Mm -hmm. away that Brianna is the bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Her character does go through a lot of development, but holy crap, she is nasty to begin with. And, (laughs) And Mallory's like the overburdened mother character.
1: Yeah.
0: Coyote's the recovering drug addict. And Bud is like the good one, yeah. <laughs> the one who's got his life together. <laughs> yeah.
1: The one who's taken on all of the responsibilities and
0: yep.
1: and such. Yeah. it's. I really like the interaction with uh, with Bud and Coyote and uh, Frankie when they're trying to comfort her. Um, yeah. And so they're saying like all these positive things that like, you know, that she has said to them in the past. Right. And then she's just <laughs> like, that's just shit people say, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so funny. Oh, uh, yeah yep but i think that's that's pretty much the first episode of the show
1: yeah pretty, pretty much. much
0: goes into the detail of what happens there so we can do you want to just move right into yeah. the next episode and yeah, because we've already kind in. of discussed elements of the next episode
1: yeah let's do that
0: talks about the credit cards one thing i like about the show a lot is that it usually picks up right where it left off. Like in this, the opening scene of episode two, it picks up in like where the closing scene of episode one left off, you know, yeah, Yeah, Grace and Frankie are sitting in chairs wondering what they're supposed to do next at this point. Yep. And you get two good quotes about how they're feeling right off the bat. Frankie says, (laughs) I don't feel like a person. And Grace says, I don't know what to do.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of something they struggle with throughout the, for most of this season, I think is like trying to figure out like, who are they after?
0: Exactly. After yep. this
1: sort of like life changing event.
0: Yep. I feel like it's more than just the season. They kind of struggle yeah. with that. It's throughout the, all of the seasons. They're still That's just true. trying to recreate who they are or find who they should have been to begin with. However you want to look at it. Yeah. But, um, and then one thing about this show and something that worried me when I first started watching mm-hmm. it was like how they were going to handle Robert and Saul, because I certainly didn't want to watch a show that came off as like homophobic at all, you know, and like, hurt, like, you know, hating on them because they're gay. But like, they're never hating on Robert and Saul because they're gay. They hate on them, like the kids get mad at them, the wives get mad at them because they cheated on them for 20 years, you know, like, that's that's the core of the reason it doesn't have anything to do that. It was with another man. It's just like you were unfaithful to me for 20 years (laughs) and they, they do get more into that. But this, this show kind of shows the relief that Robert and Saul are both feeling like, or sorry, this episode's episode two shows like the relief that Robert and Saul are feeling like they can breathe for the first time in their lives. They don't have to hide who they are anymore from anybody. Yeah. Which was a, a kind of a really good thing to, to put in there.
1: Yeah. No, I think so, too. Yeah. I, as you were saying, like, you never know really where things are going to take these. And, like, that was kind of one of the thing. Like, in the first episode, you know, Grace is kind of like, you're gay. And, like, right, making right. a big deal about that. But you do. It does become much clearer that, like, that's not the issue, which is, right. which is good. But, yeah. So, I mean, this does. It brings up an interesting point because we kind of have the idea that, like, you know, Frankie, since they're both sitting at home, neither of them are really working currently. Right. And so then they have, you know, financial... Their financial security sort of depended on their husbands. And that's what we get into in this episode when they, you know, they go out to lunch and try to pay for it and they find out, like, their cards are canceled.
0: Yep. And,
1: I mean, it's kind of... I I mean, I, I can understand, like, how they might be angry about that. But, like, in their defense... In in Saul and Robert's defense, at least Saul's defense, he did try to call, Frankie like, 800 times.
0: And it's important to note, probably, that both Robert and Saul are divorce lawyers. So, like, (laughs) this is something they've handled all of their lives. And this is, like, something they would have told, like, any of their clients to do right away would be to, you know, if you're getting divorced, cut off your spouse's credit card so that they can't make... Uh, a fuck you purchase basically right. like buy something that's $10,000 right. just to screw you over. i um, not, I don't think that, that would have been something for race or Frankie did, but it's just like a smart move to kind of make it. Yeah.
1: No, time. it makes total sense. And well, we never know. Like it, <clears throat> apparently Frankie was in the habit of making a rash, large purchases, Impulsive, like
0: emotional, <laughs> emotional purchases when she's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So she may have ended up buying something expensive because she'd had access to the card, but
0: that's true. But, um, what was I going to say? I'm not sure. Oh, like, Saul <laughs> tries to, call, like, call Frankie. Yeah. Um, I feel like he could have texted her. Like, she's clearly yeah. not reading or answer, going to answer his calls. He's tried calling, like, 15 times that morning. So send her a text just saying something like, we need to do, you know, we're going to have to cancel yours and Grace's credit cards to move forward with this or something right. just so that they knew since she was unwilling to speak with him. Or, I mean, that wouldn't have yeah. been the ideal way to bring that up, but it, you know, right.
1: Or at the very least they could have like called the children to be like, can you pass this information on to your mothers? Yeah. We can't get a hold of them.
0: Right.
1: But I guess like at that point, at least Robert's really thinking about like, I just want to make sure my money's safe. So <laughs> let's yeah, cancel that's probably what
0: he's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also I think like, like Robert says later on, he doesn't have any idea how to handle this one. He's been a divorce lawyer all of his life. Yeah, and He doesn't know what to do with this, you know? Right. And I think that's kind of the situation that Robert and Saul are both in because they don't want to hurt Grace and Frankie. You know, this is just about them wanting to be happy with each other, not about them wanting to, to hurt their wives at all. So they don't they don't really know what the right way is to, to right. handle any of this.
1: Right, absolutely. Cause like for them, when they're doing it as the job, they're they, they're removed from the situation. Right. They have no emotional ties, whereas this one is...
0: Personal. It's much
1: more personal, yeah. And we, that, you know, by the end of the episode, they do come to realize that when they're in uh, Frankie's house, sort of like trying to collect a couple things and they all end up in there together, the four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a that part where they're sort of split, where Saul and Frankie are talking in a different room, and then uh, Grace and Robert are talking. And you see then, too, with Grace and Robert's interaction, a much more clinical approach to, like, how they're doing things. Yep. They're like, okay, you take the house, I'm taking the beach house, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, like, walking through the steps of making Robert realize, like, how much of an asshole he's been, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was, that was kind of, I guess, more something else that helped to reveal sort of the relationship between Robert and uh, Grace yeah, a little
0: yeah. more. Whereas like Frankie won't even talk to us all. She right. won't communicate with him. She just pretends that she's reading a popular woodworkers magazine. <laughs> she has a secret to. part of her
1: life too. Yeah. <laughs> You're <laughs> she refuses secret to like,
0: <laughs> She refuses to like interact with him because she's just, you know, just she's just upset. emotional and she's upset yeah. and she just can't deal with trying to discuss divorce proceedings you know so she just doesn't but um
1: right
0: so we've got um grace and frankie are currently staying together at the beach house but grace wants the beach house for herself um so she's like trying to convince frankie that she needs to like go to her house and take possession of it so that she doesn't lose her house in the divorce and that's how like everybody ends up back at 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 grace and or at frankie and saul's house is grace is desperately trying to to get frankie settled back into her old house (laughs) yeah
1: which is kind of like i mean i can understand grace wanting to be alone but i think i i love at the end of this episode where you know frankie is just sort of like broken down into tears like staring into photographs and
0: just saying was any of it real (laughs) right
1: and so grace is kind of like doing her sort of like surface level thing of being like, it'll be fine, don't worry. And right. then like, as she's leaving, I just like, there's such emotional depth in the way that Jane mm-hmm. Fonda plays the character that like, you know, all of the pauses and sort of like looking back, it's, yep. it, You you can see that Grace is developing a sort of like, not love necessarily but she's no. starting to like
0: she just understands <laughs> yeah. she feels for Frankie you know yeah. because I feel like in a lot of ways Frankie is expressing the emotions that Grace feels but absolutely. that grace won't express so she she understands what Grace is feel or what Frankie is feeling even if she can't express it the way that Frankie is absolutely so but um yeah so- I, I definitely I love that at the very end. Grace is like unable to leave Frankie mm-hmm. there by herself. And she ends up taking Frankie back to the beach house yeah. with her, um, with kind of the the understanding that this is probably what it's going to be like, you know, Grace yeah. and Frankie are going to just stay together at the beach house. Um,
1: yep. With Frankie no... meditating on the table.
0: <laughs> Frankie doing her, her throat singing on the table <laughs> to calm herself. <laughs> and Grace is just like, what have I done?
1: <laughs> I love it. I guess, like, the other thing that's introduced in this episode, too, is the sort of, like, stressed relationship with uh, Mallory and Mitch, her husband.
0: Yeah, um. I don't understand that. Like, it was so awkward the way they just, like, they introduced all the other characters so well. And, yeah. like, this very awkward, rushed introduction of Mallory's husband, Mitch, seemed so forced. Like, Adam they just were trying to get her husband into this episode somehow. <laughs> right. Or like what that was all about. That was strange.
1: (laughs) Right. No, it's very strange. And I guess we, it's, it was used also to highlight the sort of like rift between Mallory and Coyote because of whatever he'd done, because Mitch sees him and like, can't even talk to him. He just rolls up his window and drives away. Um, But we do see that like, there's clearly a sort of communication breakdown between them, you know, because she's like, what part of pick up the kids meant bring them to like... <laughs> <Into> this mess. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that does not make sense. He's like, yes, but, I'll, I'll do it as if I were someone who understood English.
0: But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, much... that's kind of that episode. Just uh, showing the struggle of the beginning of the divorce proceedings for, for Grace and Frankie. Yeah.
1: So overall, I think a good intro into Absolutely, the yeah. Pretty
0: really solid. gets all of the characters in there well and it introduces what they're... Their storylines and lives are kind of going to be like in the show.
1: Yeah. Very true.
0: Very true. So next, uh, next week on the podcast, we will be discussing three episodes yes. of this show. Our plan is to do two, three, 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 two to get through the whole <laughs> first in five podcast episodes.
1: Yes. And so then, yeah, the next two episodes are... Next three
0: episodes. The uh, next
1: three episodes. <laughs> then that will be, uh, so the dinner, the funeral, and the fall. Yep. Which should all be good stuff, and we'll yes. get through that. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, before we sign off, we should make a little announcement. Uh, so in ah, the, yes. So <laughs> in the introductory thing, we were sort of... We should say in general that we're still sort of figuring out how we want the podcast to go from here on out. Obviously, right. we're just talking about our first series, our first show, so we're um, we're still sort of exploring. Um, and the thing about Netflix, as we all know, is that like as soon as Netflix takes on a show, they sort of tag on their name to it as if it were always an original.
0: Right.
1: And so sometimes it's hard to determine what is. So, for example, we talked a lot in the last episode about Black Mirror, which we both love but was actually not a complete Netflix original because it was actually picked up off Channel 4.
0: Um, And we didn't realize this until (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) Right.
1: I had an inkling and then I was like, wait, I think maybe this was different. And then it turns out the first two seasons of 4 are from a different network. So Um, our original
0: plan had been to only discuss shows that were pure... Netflix originals from season one but now we're and we we were open to the idea of doing pickups as well but we're definitely going to probably go forward and do anything that's a Netflix original even if it is a pickup
1: yes because there are
0: a lot of really good shows (laughs) that have been picked up by Netflix and became Netflix originals afterwards
1: right absolutely
0: so so yeah
1: we may we will be less choosy in the future but still yes. choosy enough to
0: They will still all be <laughs> Netflix originals. That. They will be in that category on Netflix's, you know, homepage. Yes,
1: and they will still be the greatest of the Netflix originals. Yes, the
0: best of everything.
1: <laughs> According to us.
0: Yes. <laughs> and and we're right. So And
1: we are correct. And on that <sighs> note then? I so guess if you,
0: we do have a Twitter handle yes. and an email address at this point. So if you would like to reach out to us with any questions about the show or general comments about the show, please go ahead and email us at navigating Netflix originals at gmail.com.
1: And you can also hit us up on Twitter at NNO uh, podcast. And that's where we'll be.
0: All right. Until next week, guys. All right. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>